Hello and welcome back. I don't know what episode of The Electricians this is, but I have Miss Abby Downey with me today. And we're going to be talking about a little bit of waxing, which is probably not my favorite subject. But anyway, let's get into it. So welcome back. So after a long week of not doing the podcast, and we were supposed to have Miss Downey on Friday, but didn't turn out that way. Some things happened. Schedules changed. I understand. But we are here Monday. I sense a little bit of salt. No, I'm not salty because it was partially my fault too, because I couldn't do it that evening because I had already had plans. But it's okay. So you are, what is the actual name for what you do? I'm an esthetician. Say it one more time. Esthetician. Aspetician? <laughs> That's the best I've heard. Esthetician. Esthetician. All right. I'm going to try to pronounce that correctly. Esthetician. 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 Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that means you wax genital areas or you just wax anything? So an esthetician, I'm a full specialist. My full specialist license covers massage, waxing, facials. I'm a skincare specialist. I um, do lymphatic drainage. I'm a reflexology specialist. So. So, so a lot. A so, lot. So, so break that down. So massage, of course, know what that is. Everybody knows what that is. And then. Lymphatic drainage. Now, can you explain that to me a little bit? Because I, I have no idea. Uh, so it's a form of massage. It's very gentle. It encourages the movement of lymph fluids throughout the body. So the fluid in your lymphatic system helps remove the waste and the toxins from the bodily tissue. So like people who have inflammatory issues, like maybe stomach inflammatory, or they just had surgery, uh, lymphatic drainage is great for that and sinuses. Mm. Now that's that's a big thing, especially during the fall because of allergy season and everything else. I uh, I need my sinuses drained. But anyway, and then so so tell me about the the waxing. So do you wax like every part of the like what is the of course the weirdest part is gonna be in the genital area, but like what, what, what would be your strangest story of somebody wanting something just randomly waxed? Like someone just wanting to like wax off their eyebrows or like waxing their bald head or something like that. Oh my God. <clears throat> I have waxed somebody's hairline before and that's actually pretty <laughs> common to wax hairlines I didn't because instead that. of it shaving, it's gone and you have no razor bumps like right. you don't have anything crazy like that it stays gone for like two to three weeks depending on your hair growth and it's pretty common for dudes i've actually never done a male brazilian i had to watch it at school obviously because i have to know what it's done but <laughs> i've never done a male brazilian no okay so what what would be the strangest so you've done female I guess yes. Brazilians before. So what would be like, did anyone, it, well, I guess the Brazilians when it's fully shaven. So has anybody wanted like something weird done? Like, like maybe shapes. a design? Yeah. Like shapes. What would be the weirdest shape? I haven't had any crazy shapes. 
Um, I usually just do squares. Right. Or an upside down triangle. So like an arrow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so pretty much an arrow. <laughs> yes. All right then. I I was watching some movie and there was a male stripper and he got he got waxed and it was just like a normal thing for him. I I couldn't I couldn't do it. I it, it's it, no. If you get waxes and you get that waxed all for you, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I absolutely not. You know, it's really common with elderly people to get full body waxes. Really? Yep. It's literally from your forehead to the tip of your toes, minus the nipples. We Ugh. don't wax Ugh. nipples. Oh, that's even. <laughs> oh, that's just painful. So why why do old people get waxed like full body waxes? So where I work is Jack's Beaches. Okay. Jacksonville Beach. Okay. So I get a lot of Brazilians. I get a lot of Brazilian South, which is the Brazilian, and then the legs. Right. And the stomach strip. I don't know why it's popular with elderly people, but full body waxes is so popular and it's terrifying. I guess old old men like going off, showing off in their speedos, so they won't be waxed. They won't be waxed now. They want to be waxed in a wall. So Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. What? So that's that's kind of big. Is that a big party center? A lot of, lot of parties going on around there. Yes. A lot of okay, so that makes a lot of sense. Big city and a lot of things like that. And the beach is five miles from where I work. So that makes a big difference to big mm -hmm. business and doing things like that. Is there any like, uh, oh, they have so many different TV shows now, like of the Florida Keys, like uh, the Party Girls thing, and then you have. Uh, what is it? Is the is the new Bachelor they come out with like Bachelor on the Beach or Bachelor something like in that? Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Have you ever had any of them down there near Jacksonville? So we actually have nine hundred four babes. It's a popular hashtag, and it's where like all the hot girls that live around us post. Like on their then, Instagram, like Instagram models and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty neat. I was never. I, I'm not very. I am on social media, but I'm not very social techie, I guess you would say. So I don't, I don't know. I've never looked into any of that. But that's still neat, though, that you have those kind of things in that area. That's very and so and you you married out of high school to a marine. Well, he was going he was going to basic. Did y'all get married before or after? After. After he went through basic. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate him for his service and everything else. And uh, you know, I mean. I guess there's worse places y'all could be sitting in Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, in five minutes, you look work five minutes away from the beach. That's awesome. Yeah. We almost went to Guantanamo Bay, Oof. which is in Cuba. And if we would have went there, I never could have brought Aspen, my dog. I never right. could have left the base. Like my whole life had to be on that base. Really? So you couldn't have got out because I've always wanted to go to Cuba, but just because of the cool classic cars mm -hmm. and just because I've heard the culture down there is just so rich and it feels like you're in the old, older days and, that's the thing. Well, that, mm. well, either way, that, well, that's good that it all worked out. And now you are in Jacksonville, Florida, and you're not that far away from your hometown. Yeah, it's only about six hours, seven hours, depending on like the time and when you go. We live right on the border of Georgia and Florida. Like I'm five minutes from the, from the Florida line. Okay. But my husband is actually stationed in Kings Bay, and that's in Georgia. Okay, I don't, I don't, I'm not <laughs> geographical like that, but okay. all right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> all right, so and you're also a vegetarian, yes. and that's that's got to be hard. 
Because I is not really no. I, I, I love. I am a meat eater to the like core of my bones. So I, I but so but it all works out because you just don't doesn't even. I just don't even have the desire to eat meat anymore at this point. And that's crazy because growing up, I literally ate turtle. Like, I ate squirrel. I ate deer. Like, everything. And then now, I can't eat any of that. My body literally just rejects meat. It's hard for me to even see it while I'm eating. Right. That's, I couldn't do it. I just, I love meat. But anyway, back back to the other topic so what what is your craziest story from you personally waxing somebody that's a bad look <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad look what give, give me the okay so for a while i did waxing at my house because i have a treatment table i have a extra room just for waxing i have a wax warmer and um like wax pots that i purchased from professional stores so I got a pretty good amount of clients to come to my house. And of course, the most popular thing I do is brows and Brazilian. So with Brazilian, it's everything. Like right. butt strip, everything gone. Right. And this girl came in. She, I didn't really know much about her, but a lot of my friends knew of her. And like, it's a very small community, the military community. We all know of each other, even if we've never met each other. Right. So she comes in and she's really nice. She's really cool. She's gotten Brazilians before. So I'm like, all right, sister, so you know the deal. So I finish the front off and I'm like, okay, so I want you to lay on your side. So how I do butt strips, it's where the client lays on their side and they just hold up their butt cheek. Right. So I've seen clients with hemorrhoids and it's really not that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> That's a nasty face. That, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I, couldn't, I couldn't do it, but continue. <laughs> so I've seen clients with hemorrhoids before and of course everybody's, you know, uh, area is very different. Some people have super highly pigmentation like air in their area. And that's completely normal. And I want to start off by saying, I absolutely love all of my clients. And this is by far not the worst wax tech story. I've heard of way worse things happening. But, um, so she leans over and she flips over. So I wipe her down with an antiseptic and I go to get my stick. And as I'm rolling it, I, you know, I'm like, okay, I need you to, I need you to hold that joker up because you don't know how fat your ass is until you have to sit there and hold it up while I do your butt strip. So she pulls it a little bit more taut for me and I'm looking and I was thought when I was wiping her down, I thought that this was a hemorrhoid and it's not that big of a deal, but I looked just a little bit closer and she hadn't had a Brazilian in a minute. So her hair was very long and sister had a rolled up. Oh, I feel like I know where this is good. This is not good. Okay. So she, it, it was, it was crap. It, it was, it, ugh. so she had <laughs> shit rolled up in her hair and her, Ooh, Ooh, that's, ugh. So did you just tell her to leave? Like, no. like you need to go fix that and then come back? No, or did you... no, no, no. <laughs> I, I took care of it for her. I didn't Ugh. tell her. I 
you know, you didn't tell her. Well, no, because you're already very self-conscious about what you got going on down there. Right. A lot of my new clients are like, oh my God, I'm like so nervous. Are you okay? Like, is this okay? And I'm like, yes, honey, I've seen a million vaginas at this point. <laughs> like, you're fine. And so I didn't want to tell her and embarrass her because this is her first time with me. So I just got my scissors and I just trimmed it. I cut it off. Did you charge it a little extra? No. I might have had to charge it a little no. extra. <laughs> and I, I never told her. And she was like, so why are you trimming it? My other wax tech never did that. And I was like, well, you know, if your hair is a certain length, it can be more painful for you to get it removed. Because if it's longer, it's more painful to yank that joker out. So I'm just trimming it down for you because it's been a minute. I threw those scissors away. <laughs> Well, maybe all of your clients that listen to this aren't like, oh my goodness, was it me? Was it me? Was it me? I hope maybe she'll never listen to this and she'll never know. And if you do, there's nothing wrong with it. No, I, there's I guess absolutely it to the best nothing of wrong. One of my friends actually had a lady with <laughs> yeah, toilet paper stuck up her. Okay, that's all right. I guess I could see that. That's a little bit more reasonable than having, I don't, I just don't know how you couldn't how you couldn't feel that, but I guess I understand, I suppose. It was crazy. It's, I never told my husband about it either. <laughs> like I really never told anybody. I just felt so bad for her. I didn't want her to feel embarrassed. Right. So I just wanted to cover it up and be like, sister, you're good. You're perfectly fine. Well, that was good for you. So maybe she, <laughs> she's not gonna have to, uh, not gonna have to worry about it anymore. Maybe it never crossed her mind again. Hope not. Or maybe she knew and she was getting, getting at you for something. I don't know. <laughs> That's, oh, just God. That's just rough though. Ooh. You got any other crazy stories about doing waxes or well or massaging or anything like that? God, so yeah, massage. I was massaging this individual and um, it was just an easy lymphatic drainage massage. Like it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't deep tissue. I wasn't sitting there pulling the muscles and I wasn't sitting there like getting deep in the nitty gritty. And it was just from the decollete up. So like chest, neck, face, you know, I right. like to include a little lymphatic massage in all of my facials, but this one was strictly lymphatic. So I was doing the massage on this individual and they just started absolutely moaning, <laughs> moaning. Like, like moaning, like, moaning. Uh, like moaning. I can't say anything. If you get a good massage, I'd moan too. It's, it's not, but you're listen, not trying to. And I understand that, but this is a very gentle, light massage. It's literally like. Right. It's not like you're pressing down and like no, cracking not bones. No knuckles involved. Like literally just the tips of my fingers. And this individual was moaning. It made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I I asked my teacher, I said, please don't pair me with this individual again. <laughs> That's pretty good. I remember I remember the very first time I went to the chiropractor and when she cracked when they put you on your side and like you put your leg up and they get on top of you and crack your back or whatever they do, I, I moaned and it was it was <laughs> involuntary. I didn't mean to. I was like, oh and I was I was like <laughs> my face turned instantly red. And I looked at her and she was like, it's okay. And I was like, no, no, that's not okay. I'm <laughs> no, so like, sorry. No, it's perfectly fine <laughs> if you make a noise. And I'm doing, like, I'm really working your muscles. Like, I pay attention to body language. That's 
the biggest thing they taught us in school is to watch the body language. So I'm really good at reading body language. And if you're, if I'm sitting there and I've got your traps in my fingertips and I'm pulling those jokers towards me and you make a little like, <clears throat> that's perfectly fine. Right. That's perfectly fine because I know how it feels and it's uncomfortable, but relaxing at the same time. Yes, for a lymphatic drainage, and you're sitting there moaning like you're you're sitting there moaning. <laughs> he might have done it on purpose. You never know, or she, whoever it was. Yeah. But you never know. I hated it. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a short break, and we will be right back. We are back. So I forgot to mention at the beginning, KK is here. She is just outside running, and we have Abby's dog Aspen with us in the booth because her and KK, I don't think we get along very well, and we just we're not going to deal with them running around, and that's okay. So Abby, so um, basically, so you moved from here. Now you went to you went to Southern Union. Yeah. For a while. I went to, well. So I decided I wanted to be a cheerleader after never cheering before in my life. And I tried out for the Southern Union cheer team and I got a scholarship. So I went to Southern Union for <clears throat> a year. And then my husband and I got married and we moved to St. Mary's, Georgia. Okay. And then from there, did you end up moving down? Or is that y'all, that's where y'all live now and it's just near Jack? Okay. That yeah. Makes sense. Okay. I understand that. So... How was it adjusting living in one area most of your life to moving to a completely new spot six hours away? It's so different. Like those people. So it's in the South, right. but I feel like I'm in California. Really? Because of the way people act. I've always heard that Florida kind of resembles California, but in a more Southern way. Yeah. Florida, me and my husband say that Florida broke off of California in just kind of floated down that way. Yep. Because that's where my my uh, my best friend is from, Gavin, the other electrician. That's where he's at right now for Christmas is in Florida. And all the people who grew up in Florida just hate it. They, they say they hate it. That's I hate what, it. That, yeah. See, that's what everybody who grew up in Florida was like, oh, I hate it here. I hate it. No, don't live here. Don't live here. But then that's where do you go when you want to go to vacation? You want to go to the beach. We were never really, we never really wanted to go to the mountains. We didn't want to go to Tennessee. It was always go to the beach, mostly because of the fishing. But you know, still. So the people really are different down there. In what aspects? They're not very friendly. Really? Yes. So like I, it's been a year since I came home. Right. And after living there for a year straight, never coming home to Alabama, I, people think I'm dumb because of my accent. Cause I talk a little bit slower than they do. Right. And since it's a military base, actually there's three military bases. And there's two in Jacksonville, and then there's, and then there's one in St. Mary's, which is Kings Bay, which is where I'm at. And a lot of people from every aspect of life is there. Right, because it's military, because they're from yeah, everywhere. Yeah, right. literally, they are literally from everywhere. Um, one of our best friends is actually from Delaware. That's pretty far north. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't he grew up, up in Queens. And then he moved to Delaware. But yeah, people are definitely way different. The driving 
aspect is way different. People cannot drive down there. Like everything is interstate, highway, there's no back roads, there's no pretty trees, like there's no woods, there's, it's just beach, it's just palm trees, it's just sand, right. it's just sulfur water. And that's the worst <laughs> part of it, the sulfur water. It'll just hit you out of nowhere. And my husband and I live like six or seven minutes away from the waterfront in St. Mary's, which is like the um, the ocean pretty much. Right. And sulfur water just hits us all the time at random parts of the day. Like when you're driving to my house, rotten eggs, oh, sulfur water. I hate it with a passion. Right. Well, that's kind of like uh, I always remember when we would drive to Florida going through Dothan, we would always think, oh, it's, it's terrible. And it was and I, I didn't actually realize it until a few years driving down there. I think it was my buddy. He told me it was like, you know, that's I think it was Zach, actually, because he's he was from around the Dothan area. He was like, oh, yeah, it's peanuts. I was like, what? He was like, I was like, peanuts smell that bad? He was like, yeah, it's while they harvest them or something like that. It was like, that's that smell. That's why you always smell it through Dothan, because that's the big peanut you know, yeah. festival. So I guess everywhere has their random smells because, you know, if you drive around Ramburn and Heflin too long, you're going to smell a chicken house. And I would much rather smell chickens than sulfur. Because <laughs> that shit hits you in the back of your throat and you smell it the whole the rest of the way home. It stays right. in your vehicle. Oof, that's just rough. Well, anyway, but that's so how is he doing with military life? What's his day to day life like living down there? So he is a security force dude and he has an 0311 contract. So part of our um, time in the Marine Corps is going to be in Kings Bay and then the other part, he's going to be an infantryman. So he's going to be getting deployed. We don't know where, we'll, where we will go at that point. We're hoping for Camp Lejeune. Which is where? North Carolina. Oh, okay. So that's still not far from home. Our other two options is Camp Pendleton in um, California or Hawaii. And if we go to either of those places, I won't be able to bring either of my babies with me just right. because it's such a long drive. And I have a great day mix and a lab mix. Right. And they already hate driving down here. So his day to day life is pretty much two weeks. He goes on like a training cycle. And his training cycle, he goes to work, and then he comes home. He does, like, drills. He does um, admin stuff, like, just pretty basic things. And then after those two weeks are up, for two weeks, he goes on post. Right. So my husband uh, guards the nuclear weapons in Kings Bay. And he's a Lance Corporal. He's going to be picking up Corporal next month. And then whenever we go to Lejeune, he should be picking up Sergeant. And we're planning on getting the heck out. <laughs> so he'll leave as a Sergeant in the Marine Corps. Well, that's cool. So I don't really get to talk to him when he goes on post. He has to call me from a landline number. And sometimes the landline sucks. So I get to talk to him for like five minutes. Right. I don't get to see him. How long are his ships? Or does he stay on there for two weeks and then come back after? Oh, snap. So he's gone for two weeks and then you might. Well, that's tough. I'm we sorry call him post tours. Post. Okay. And then since he's an, an infantryman during his training cycles, sometimes the Marine Corps will send them to field ops so that they still get the infantry knowledge right. that they need so that they don't lose the infantry knowledge. And by the time they get to their 0311 contract, they're not like, oh, God, I 
I forgot. You're right. I have no idea. Just have to go back and reteach all of it. Right. That's smart of them. Well, I mean, you know, of course it's the government. But Yeah, and it sucks because after a two week post tour, like back in November, he actually did three weeks. Three week post tour, three week training cycle. And on the training cycle, it's not like a normal nine to five job. Like he's waking up at four o'clock in the morning and he's getting home at six o'clock at night. It's very hard. But right. he's a squad leader. Like, he is pretty high up there in his uh, platoon. So it's not as bad for him as when he was a boot. Right. So he's more th- he's thriving more in it now than yes. he is. Yes, he's of course. in charge of, like, 50 dudes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then he um, carries an M4, I think. I don't know. M4A1. Yeah. That's standard issue. Yeah. So... He he can't talk about a lot of stuff with me. Right. Well, I, that's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> he probably knows some stuff that me and you wouldn't want to know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> he's cool. That's what me and a friend we were talking about Area Fifty One and stuff like that. I actually knew a guy who was. I think he was a Marine. He lives in Auburn. And I'm um, not going to say his name or anything, but I think he actually went to Area 51, if I'm not mistaken. And he, he does not speak. Like, he, if he says something to you, it's hello or all right, goodbye. Yeah. If you ask him something, and he'll talk about Auburn football a little bit or about, you know, Auburn life and stuff like that. But as far as if you mention his time in the Marine Corps or anything like that, he, nah, I don't know nothing. He's like, I'm just, it's, it's just crazy how just hush hush that is i mean it's, it's almost scary but to a fact that i don't want to know yeah, some of the things that they know i i just don't <laughs> it would be too much for me to handle i enjoy my little simple life in Rambert, Alabama. yeah this ugh, i miss the simple life dear god i miss it because every day i'm like somebody's trying to kill my husband like literally people have tried to break into the base right. it's a nuclear base right There's nuclear weapons right and it scares me sometimes if he doesn't call me i i have the worst anxiety i'm constantly trembling like i can't focus i can't eat i can't do anything until he calls me and i know that he's okay well it's because it's your significant other and i mean you know if somebody was doing that to a significant other of mine or if it was some of my family members i mean i would feel the exact same way so i understand that it's very hard it's very hard to live and love someone who's constantly under fire. Yes. And that's, you know, it's brave of both of y'all to undergo that and go through that for, you know, just average Americans. I appreciate it a lot. Mm. Was there anything else? Any other good stories you'd like to tell about anything? Your time in Florida, your time being a, a massager slash lymphode <laughs> pusher out or everything else? I've had a dude hit on me. Really? Well, I mean, you are a masseuse, so. Yeah. I get. Don't say that because I will get in trouble because I don't a, have okay. a massage therapy license. Okay, not a masseuse. But I, I do massage. Correct. Yeah. Um, I had a guy come in for a facial. This was while I was in school. And our clinic at school is just. Um, like you're in the room alone with the client, it's very private, but at the same time, you're separated by curtains. It's not a legitimate room, closed door thing. Right, it's not like you're not seen, not heard. Right, 
And I always picked the room right in front of where my instructors sat because I'm just a teacher's pet. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I had this guy come in and I was uh, giving him a massage. He was was actually a, a physical therapist. Yeah. He's a physical therapist in Hawaii and um, his mom made him do it with him. And we were talking about skincare and everything. And he was like, so why did you want to be an esthetician? And I said, well, I started off because I wanted to be a professional makeup artist. That was what I thought was my passion. But after being at school, my passion is skincare. My passion is waxing. Like I miss work so much. Like I had a girl come over to my in-laws house so I could give her a facial. Never <laughs> well, met her before. Well, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So yeah. that's, that's good that you, you have that opportunity to do what you love. Yeah. And so I was telling him, I just, I really want to make people feel good in their skin. I want people to feel comfortable going out in public and not having to put on makeup. Like I want people to have good skincare routines. Like you have no clue how much a good facial will put light in somebody's day. Like I've had right. domestic abuse situation and this lady came in and she was a brand new woman when she walked out of my room. So, so she had actually went through domestic abuse and had they, had he went to jail or had they separated? I don't know. She didn't get into detail, but she had her hair color changed. I tinted her eyebrows, like waxed her. Tinted her eyebrows? That yeah. you change the color of your... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they did that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, I'm actually getting my tattoo license now, and I'm going to get my microblading license, and I'm going to do permanent makeup down the road. So, so I was sitting there, you know, um, while his mask was sitting, I like to do massage. So I would be massaging out his traps and everything, and he was like, well, you're making me feel good right now. <laughs> and I've never had somebody hit on me, like, in the middle of... Work. Work. <laughs> right. And so I just, I literally stopped. I put my hands in the air. Like, he had a mask on, and he had covers over his eyes, so he didn't see this. So I just, for random reasons, just put my hands in the air and, like, oh, are you serious? You see my <laughs> wedding ring? Like, I've got a big-ass rock on my finger, and you didn't notice it? Are you serious? And I was just like, oh, I'm so glad. Like, you're welcome. (laughs) I'm making (laughs) you feel really good right now. You're welcome. And so I cut his time short and I took the mask off. And um, he was talking about how he lives in Hawaii. And there's so many job opportunities for me in Hawaii. And then I should come visit. And I, I told him how, like, my husband calls me a southern hippie, a southern gun-toting hippie, because I literally am. Right. And he was like, yeah, I built this cabin all by myself. It's all solar paneled. Like, I love the earth. I'm doing all these great things for the environment. And I'm like, yeah, but I can smell the chemicals from your shampoo and conditioner, and you're wearing Axe. Are you really doing things for the environment? Right. And he was like, you can literally fly out. Like, you can stay with me. You can stay with me in my solar-powered cabin, and I can show you around. You can find a job in Hawaii. And I was like, oh. He was trying to butter you up really well. Oh, my God, yes. And I could not believe it. I was so – 
I was so shocked. The audacity of this man. I know. It was so disrespectful. Especially after you mentioned that you had a husband. Because, I mean, you know, after, if you were hitting on a female and then she was like, oh, yeah, my husband's a Marine, you know, and you're still hitting on her, you're like, all right, dude, like, you're just. So this, this is the icing on the cake, okay? Right. So um, after he was talking about Hawaii, I was like, yeah, so my husband's actually in the Marine Corps. He's in the infantry. And we might get stationed in Hawaii one day, but that's not really for me. Like, I'm more of a mountains girl. Like, I love, I want to move to Montana or Colorado or something. And he was like, oh, okay. And after that, keep in mind, this man has never had a facial before. And after I said that, he critiqued every single thing that I did. (laughs) He was salty. (laughs) Every single thing I did. He was like very he had a beard, and whenever we do, he had a facial with a beard. Like yes. I don't, I don't understand the purpose of that. Yes, and when he, um, he came in, I was like, oh shit, I hate doing men because they always have this big bushy freaking mustache and beard. Hey now, hey now. No offense to you, and you know my husband has a mustache too. Right, rocking, rocking the mustache game. Yeah. You should show him the last podcast. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. But so you're supposed to do downward uh, motions, downward manipulations, because you can irritate the hair if you go upwards with upward manipulations. And he was just telling me that I was flinging water everywhere from his beard. (laughs) And I was like, buddy. Like he's never took a shower or anything before? (laughs) I know. I was like, but the the sheet is literally – up your decollete, like to your neck. What do you mean I'm flinging water everywhere? How can you even feel it? That's funny. I've I've never gotten a facial or I've gotten a massage one time, but I've never gotten a facial or done any of that extraction or anything. I actually, when I was working at Country Boys, I was probably 17, 18. I had to be 18 because it was 18 to enter. There was a little raffle some kid was doing to help out somebody. And so he had bought a free spa day. And he was raffling it off for like five bucks. And I'm like, oh, five bucks. It's like a $30 thing. I was like, oh, I'll give you five bucks for it. You know, just not because I didn't think I'd win. And I won the thing. <laughs> and Where I, was I, it at? What, it what was somewhere was it? in, uh, it was either Aniston or Carrollton. I don't remember. It was it was one or the other. And it was like a full day, like a $30 spa day or however much it was. 30 and, bucks, that's it? Right, that's how, it was something like that. It was like. I don't remember. It was like 30, 40 bucks. It was all he could afford, but he ended up making enough money to do whatever he was wanting to do. He made like two or 300 bucks off all the raffles. But anyway, I had won it and I ended up, I think I gave it to my mother. I don't know if she went or not, but I just couldn't believe that I had actually won it. And I wasn't going to go do it because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think of myself as a masculine man and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe the facial just isn't, it just isn't for me. But anyway, yeah, our facials are expensive. Oof. Yeah, well, you're in, you're in Florida. Everything in Florida is expensive. My Gavin's mother cuts hair. She cut a woman's hair for like four hours, and I think it was like four or five hundred dollars. Yep. I was like, I am not spending five hundred dollars on my hair. I'll just shave my head and be happy with yep. my life. <laughs> you can yep. forget about that. I'm not, I mean, even when I had my mullet back in the day, you know, I wouldn't I, twenty dollars. That's that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah, that's all, that's all you're getting out of me for a haircut. Well, anyway, I really appreciate you being on the show, and I hope y'all safe travels after Christmas when y'all head back down there, and yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome.
All right, so I will be back on maybe next week. Hopefully so, maybe later this week. Anyway, we shall see how it goes. Y'all just check in for new episodes. Till next time.